Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our problems are not economic, political, or societal, just a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. And I am delighted today to welcome actor Royce Christen from the Disney Channel and author of Scripting the Life You Want, who will share groundbreaking science and the journal entries that detail his big breakthrough to land a lead guest-starring role on Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place. And hello, Royce, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share your method for helping to create a reality with thought and action through scripting your intentions. And I know it works. <laughs> because I know it works because I was told many years ago to journal everything that was happening to me as I was becoming an intuitive healer and medium and 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 I was told I had to write three books and from that journaling came the three books. So Wow. Yeah, well thank you for having me. I really appreciate it and all your listeners out there, thank you for listening and <laughs> I feel, the time I feel everyone who comes to me has a special spiritual gift to share in alignment with this show and uh, it's it's not random. There's nothing in our life that's random. We're being put together with people to have experiences of joy and positivity and love. And, Absolutely. And, and I, I just am delighted to um, read all the books that come into me and showcase the ideas and personality the ideas, the spiritual ideas and the personality or physical life of the person to share because uh, we're all messengers, messages of this yes. great truth. So, Royce, listeners of Healing From Within are well aware that my guests and I share our intimate experiences and realization that life is more than the physical and energy or the harnessing of energetic thought and action can make a world of difference in our health, happiness, and our self-development. As spiritual beings having a physical life, we must learn to use all our unseen talents and potential to thrive beyond what the physical world shows us and and what is within us uh, can alter negativity of the physical world and create positivity beyond fear and limitation. It is a process, yep. yeah, and and it's a process of living well that we seek to find and implement into our everyday lives. For those of us who find it and learn to use it, life gets immeasurably better and we can transform reality. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Royce Christen details a simple scripting process that harnesses the law of attraction and manifests much of what you may want in your life. Happiness, wealth, perhaps, travel, love, health, the perfect career, or simply, quite simply, a good day. It might seem like magic to some folks, but actually, it is based on science and experience. 
Royce, I always love to ask my creative and joyful guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event that might have signaled to them or those close to them what lifestyle they might choose as an adult. For I sense that we are born with a soul consciousness that remembers who we are and what we wish to achieve in this lifetime. I know in your book you wrote some wonderful stories. Think back. Well, I think, um, you know, for me, as as you mentioned, I, I write in my book about my grandmother and my mom, um, you know, and I, I really grew up with those two having such a huge influence on me. And when I was really young, I mean, some of my earliest memories are, uh, you know, putting on plays and dancing and singing in front of my grandma. I mean, I used to, you know, set up in her kitchen and, uh, you know, I grew up in right outside of Philadelphia and New Jersey. And I can still remember just putting on these performances. And I think from a really young age, they knew um, that I was going to be in the public eye in some in some way. And I really wanted to be an actor uh, when I was young. And I was lucky because both of those women, my mom and my grandmother, taught me the principles of manifestation. You know, they were both very spiritually minded women who were, you know, the, my core teachers. I, I write in the book how, and this is true, you know, when most of my friends on Sundays were going to Sunday school or Hebrew school, I was learning how to meditate or how to, you know, uh, create intentions and affirmations with my grandma. So I had a really different upbringing, but I think from a very young age, uh, you know, they, it's, it's, you know, just based off your question of thinking back, I don't remember a time when I didn't know that I, I, what I wanted to do. It was very, it was very solid to me from a very young age. Uh, my mom talks about how, when I was three years old, I, I was hysterically crying on her bed because I was begging her for an agent, you know, for acting, but she didn't even know none of my family are in the, in the entertainment industry. And they thought I meant a real estate agent. They were very confused at first, but I seemed to come in knowing that I wanted to, um, perform and to act and, and really writing was always a, a big part of, of my experience. So just, you know, it's interesting how all of one thing talking about everything happening for a reason, you know, the becoming an actor and, and using the spiritual principles as, as a young adult and a teenager, uh, you know, that led to all the experiences that are, led us here today, you know, to me being an author and, and teaching these things, which I love. And I know now was my ultimate goal, uh, but I had to find my first uh, goals, if you will, which were acting and then writing and then producing. And that led me to being an author. So it's interesting how everything is connected when I look back to my earliest memory to this moment right now. Well, Royce, I was telling you before the show uh, that I always have amazing coincidences with my amazing guests. And uh, my daughter, Stacy Glick, was a child actress from the time she was eight until uh, she went away to college. At that time, oh, how cool. she never, she, she did quite well. And the reason she got involved, from the time she was little, people would say to me, she has such an energy and smile, and she should be in, in television or commercials. And I said, no, 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 there's too much rejection there. I was... I was an elementary school teacher, and um, I thought it might be hard, you know, to have that rejection. But one day she was 
in second grade, and she was in a, a school little performance, and she was on the, the table. She was standing on a table. She had to jump off the table with these wings and these tentacles. Her hair was done in tentacles, and people actually gasped. I saw the <laughs> reaction, and I said, geez, um, maybe this could be a way for her to develop and share her goodness and beauty with the world. And I just wanted to give her an opportunity. And very shortly after that, there was a little uh, write-up in the the newspaper that they were having uh, a talent show, and they were looking for children for commercials. The the newspaper article was so small, you needed a magnifying glass to see it. (laughs) But I found it, and I took her, and then it was history. She did so much. That's so interesting. She, she did so much good. She was on uh, the Jerry Lewis telethon. She didn't want to do that, and I said to, "Well, you have to do it because people know you." She was on a so soap opera, Search for Tomorrow, and um, oh wow! I said, "People, yeah." She played Rindy. I, I said, "People know you. They love watching you." They will send in money that will help these pe- these children, and she did yeah. it, of course. But I, because there was a responsibility that comes with whatever gift we have and share with people. So I just wanted to share that with you. And you also tell a story when you were 15 years old, and you went with your family to um, the small barrier the islands. Island. Yeah by Maryland yep. <laughs> and Virginia, and uh, something happened, and your mother gave you a book. Yeah, that was... So tell yeah, us about that. Yeah, that was pretty life-changing. It's right. so funny because, Cheryl, I... It, well, first of all, your daughter sounds fascinating, and next time, uh, once this pandemic's over and I'm on the East Coast, we'll have to meet up because she sounds fascinating. Oh, so she the would love that. Have, she have would dinner. love that. That sounds like so much fun. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there now before I forget. Um, but to your point, my, uh, yeah, my book actually opens up with, uh, a story, which you mentioned that involves a small barrier island. It's actually shared by Maryland and Virginia. Like you said, it's, uh, there's two islands. There's, so there's, you know, there's all the barrier islands down there and, um, there's Aztec and Chincoteague and, uh, it's where all the wild horses, you know, are and they're in a lot of movies and whatnot. But my family, we would go every summer. From I mean, really, my mom uh, found out she was pregnant with me when she was there the year before I was born. I mean, it's a very, very deeply connected to me. And um, when I was 15, uh, it was about 2003, we were heading down to the island. We would always go for a couple nights. And um, my mom, you know, we're, we're still very close to this day. And she just always knew what I was feeling or thinking. And I was having just typical high school, you know, stupidity, but I was really upset by it. I just, there was some drama going on with my best friend. And uh, she turned around and her, she was in the passenger seat in, in my dad's truck as we were driving down to the island. And she turned around and said, here, and she handed me a book. And the book was called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting um, by Lynn Grabhorn. It was written in 1999, so at this point, just a few years before my mom had it. And my mom actually wasn't enjoying the book that much, but she knew that um, even though they, you know, her and my grandmother had taught me all about using the power of my mind and, you know, positive thinking to create my own reality, that this book 
might be helpful for my current situation that I was in at the time of having some silly high school drama with my friends. So uh, as soon as she handed me the book, I just devoured it. I mean, I was highlighting it so much that I still have the copy, you know, what is it, 17 years later, but it's almost completely yellow from the highlighter. Um, but the reason it was so fascinating to me and, and the reason I'm still talking about it almost two decades later is because Lynn Grabhorn, and this is, you have to remember, years before The Secret popularized the law of attraction. Um, and she was basing a lot of her writing off of uh, Jerry Nestor Hicks and the teachings of Abraham. But I didn't know any of that at the time. I just knew that she explained one thing that was so unclear to me prior to reading this book, which was that our feelings and emotions are our energy, not just our thoughts, are what actually creates the manifestations. And everything just clicked. Everything that I had been, you know, wondering about. And, you know, my, my grandmother, you know, she taught things from a very, uh, you know, very obviously esoteric and spiritual level, but it was so focused on just thought alone. And what Lynn Grabhorn wrote in that book that changed everything for me was this idea of your thoughts create the feelings and emotions, which are like the gas in the car that create the manifestations. So the, the that was the big point. But the second thing that she writes about in that book is uh, an older version of scripting, which obviously my book is called Scripting a Life You Want. Um, but this exercise was a tool meant to basically rev up your emotional gas, if you will, to, to get your manifestations. And it worked. And it worked so well um, when it worked that I was sort of addicted to figuring out how to create a better version of scripting because the problem wasn't that it didn't work see when it would work basically the old school idea was you would just talk out loud like you were talking to a friend on the phone and something you would want to manifest had already manifested so you were pretending you were on the phone with a friend and let's say you wanted to be uh you know winning an oscar you would tell them all about how great winning that oscar was and how the food at the banquet afterwards was and who you met and how you felt and you would really get into it but the problem was talking out loud to me made me feel like a crazy person right <laughs> so you decided it made me feel nuts. journaling or scripting might be better <laughs> yeah but, right and everybody talking out loud is all right scripting. too praying or oh, dreaming oh. it just wasn't for me yeah yeah, you know, course, I do it at night before I go to sleep. I talk to me too. the universe. And you know, when it gets have to a little the, conversation the ten... there. Exactly. I think it was more just you know, fifteen straight minutes you were out loud. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, I right around that time when I was fifteen is when we moved to Los Angeles, and I was already doing theater in New York, and then we. I really, my passion and always, I really wanted to do film and television here in LA, which is where I still live. And, um, I, we got over here and I was still just obsessively basically studying every book on spirituality, creation, you know, uh, yeah, you meditation, very, law of attraction. You started very young. See, I didn't get into right. this work until 25 years ago. I, I always had an intuitive sense, but I didn't quite know it I was always following guidance from spirit thoughts would come in or I would visualize something and I would say gee that sounds like a good idea I'm going to do it I would always first get the thought but you didn't then, label then it I would right? get, no I didn't know I thought everybody was like that 
but right that's but, what i found which is so interesting like have you found so many people that have been successful like you yes i have found this they are a hundred percent in tune with spirit or source or whatever yes. label people want to put. It's it's incredible because, and I'm sure you had this with your daughter, who who was who was acting. I'm sure other people you would talk to in the industry didn't. I I I've always just found this so fascinating is that La- they're all we're all speaking the same language. Yes, yes. <laughs> and many times when I would take my daughter on an audition, someone would ask me if I was an actress, and oh, I always. Yeah, and I always found that very funny because I'm kind of a little bit more set back and a little reserved and a little uh, of the head, you know, of the mind. And but you have, but you have that, but you have that but glow, have and that- you really do. And for every- yes, I had the energy, and I love people, and I love to share stories, and I and I love to help people, and that that is part of the energy uh, uh, of an actor or performer. They do have that That's quality what of loving life, and my daughter yeah. just sparkled with energy. And and uh, I was so glad she had the opportunity uh, to develop and meet so many wonderful people. Uh, she now is an agent, vice president of a literary agency, and she helps creative people get their books published. So it's oh, how a, funny. It's, so she it's, also, so I followed her. I went from acting to the literary world. Right. And that's exactly what she did. Oh, and, how funny. And so did I. Talk I, about coincidences. Right. And I've written three <laughs> books. I was told many, many years ago when I started uh, to study about the afterlife and energy and psychic development and higher consciousness, I, I, I had to learn all about it. I was told I would write three books, and I said, I don't think so. And this year, and this, <laughs> but here you are. Yes, right. and this year in 2020, yeah. I finished um, the last book in the trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit Guided oh, Insights to Support Global Awakening. So so I didn't believe it, see? Spirit knew, the hey. universe knew, my is. life yep. plan That's- knew, and the same thing with my daughter. That day I saw her in second grade on the table. There was an insight that from spirit. So cool. You just know. Yes. And that, that, that's what I think. That they, but you also talk about something that, and I, this obviously is what whoever is listening needs to hear, because, you know, we could talk about manifesting or, or anything else, you know, all day long. But I feel like one thing that gets, you know, not as much attention, but really needs it is people need to know that they have a voice and they have, if they're feeling that, that intuition and people are saying things to them, or even if they're not, you know, if you feel like you have a voice and you want to help people, then there are so many tools available to us these days where we can make that happen. And anybody out there listening can can write a book or start a blog or even a radio show. And I think it's important for people to I mean, I work with a lot of clients who are in that same spot. It sounds like you were 25 or 26 years ago where they are super intuitive and they just don't label it. And that's one of the things they work with a lot of business clients in is is bringing them to that that next level where they, you know, have to realize it's safe and okay to own who they are and what they're feeling spiritually. And, you know, they're going to be embraced. Yes, they have to learn to let go. They have to learn to let go of whatever fear they have or limitation that was given to them by a parent or teacher or trauma in their life. And they have to learn that they are capable. Their energy, their soul being is so powerful. From within, they can create the world around them. 
and what it is that they need. Not necessarily all the time what they want, because we came in with a life plan and we have to right. fulfill that destiny. And sometimes if we're on the wrong track, it might not happen so quickly because it's not what we really need to do. So something else, another experience will come in and take us in the right direction. So whatever it is, life is just about experience. It's not good or bad. It's not important about the material, physical world, although the material, physical world is a beautiful world. And when we bring heaven to earth, when we bring our spiritual uh, talents to earth, we can make it even better. We can enjoy this journey in in a more loving and, and more beautiful way. So let's go on to this book, Scripting the Life You Want, is nonfiction. My books are nonfiction also. Yet it has something unique for a nonfiction or self-help book. And you say there's a twist ending. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. It's so funny because a lot of people, uh, they they get to the end and they go, wait a second. Um, and a lot of the emails and, and, and just all the readers that, that have written me or reached out on social media or on phone calls, they, they always talk about the ending of the book. Yeah, so it is nonfiction, like you said, but one of the really odd things for a nonfiction book that mine has is it has a twist ending. And um, I'm just going to say it. You're the first radio show, but it's been out since April, so I feel like it's not going to spoil the <laughs> the whole book. People should still read it. No, no, the but, book gives um, a lot of practical information and a process that you can develop your own ability to manifest and create. So they have to read it for that. But the twist can't. ending, exactly, exactly. But I think the twist ending, I think your show, you, this is the time I'm going to do it. So, um, yeah, so the, the foreword is written by a very famous and well-known author and scholar named Mitch Horowitz, who I know a lot of people out there love his books, and he's just written so many things, and he's been on so many TV shows, and he's just an interesting guy because he is a, a he's a historian of the occult. Yes. So um, he he was one of my uh, really my literary mentor uh, for years. When he was the one that encouraged me to, like your daughter seems to have taken that step from the entertainment world to the literary world. He was the one for me that really encouraged me and said, "This is back four or five years ago." Um, you know, and said, "You really, Royce, you got to do this. You have to write this book." So, uh, I actually wrote a manuscript for a different book, one that uh, is not out, and I'll tell you why that's so interesting. So, Mitch Horowitz, you know, worked with me on this and this other book. It was called Outlaws of Attraction. That was what I called it. <laughs> I loved that name. I like that and, name too. Um, it, it's good, right? So, yes. it ended up being sort of the, it, you know sourdough bread when they make it there's always a mother mother dough where they take a piece from each loaf of bread and that's how they make the next loaf and that mother dough is always in every loaf of sourdough from any baker so that was sort of my outlaws of attraction sort of was my mother dough if you will to 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 everything i've written since then and so i had this 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 manuscript and uh you know bless minch it was he had it in all the major publishers all over new york and um which was fantastic. And then uh, actually two years ago, uh, just very recently, right around Halloween in 2018, uh, he was he comes out to L.A. to give lectures a lot. So we're really good friends, and my husband and I are really good friends with him. And uh, we wanted to just do something different because he's always, you know, he's always doing very scholarly things, Cheryl. So I was like, we got to do something just totally off the wall. Let's go to Disneyland. So... <laughs> 
we, um, this was two years ago. We, we took them to Disneyland. We only had about 10 hours to do two theme parks, uh, but we did it and it was incredible. And I, you know, Solly, my husband and I just, we've scripted for obviously for over a decade. So it was, it was incredible. We got on every ride. We didn't wait any lines. We got to do both theme parks, which is anybody who's been to Disney World or Disneyland knows is very hard to do normally, uh, without some pre-paving manifesting wise. Um, but we got back in the car because Mitch had a, a lecture that night, and he goes, "What the bleep did you guys do? How did you do that?" What? And we said, "Oh, we just used my. I have this silly little tool that I use on my own." And he goes, "What is it?" And I was like, "Oh, I was like, I don't really should write. I don't write about it, but what I do is every morning when when we wake up, we pretend it's the end of the night, and we are writing. We write basically a fake journal entry first thing in the morning, as if." as if it happened the same day yeah right and he goes wait why haven't you why don't you write about that and i said i just think it's too boring no one's going to want to know about it he's like are you kidding me he's like give me (laughs) give me the." i was like it's really it's only four really simple steps it takes five minutes let me ask you something uh, royce yeah yeah is is mitch harowitz was he a sports is he no 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 he was he he, um is he he, the mitch harowitz who wrote a book about dying was one of his first. He, books. You know, I got to be honest. He's had like fifteen or sixteen books, and I, 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 I mean, it's well, very possible reason, he did. The reason I want to say this is because when my mother was in hospice, I brought her. I was reading a book by Mitch Horowitz. I cannot remember the name. I think it was one of his first books. This is about twenty years ago. It was a wonderful little book. It was a wonderful. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It probably was. You know what he's done? He's rewritten a lot of, not rewritten, he's, 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 because he was the vice president at Tarcher, uh, Tarcher Penguin, which is part of Penguin Random House for 20 years. And he wrote the introductions and republished a lot of books on spirituality, which yes, includes death and dying. Beautiful, yeah, 100%. beautiful, beautiful yeah. book. And I gave it to my mother and, um, it helped her a great deal. So, oh, I'm sure he'd so love we have to another. So we have another another, another coincidence. great coincidence wow. here. But let's go on to. I really yes. want to get this in, and we don't have that much time. So briefly, tell us about memes and mean ethics. Is that how we say that? Memetics. Yep, me- like uh, memetics. Like uh, I- I'm very like interested about this. People talk about this now. It's something new, and it's important in your book. So briefly, tell us something about that. Sure. So, um, well, I just wanted to quickly say that uh, the twist ending to my book is that Mitch tried scripting by writing the foreword to this book, Scripting the Life You Want, before I wrote the manuscript. So the twist ending is that he scripted this book into happening, which is what is, and we, and I, I talk about it in the book. So what everyone reads that he wrote in the foreword uh, was his scripting for this book to exist that everyone is reading. Isn't that interesting? I just love it. I thought it was the perfect It's all it. It's <laughs> for me, right? for me, since I opened up to the possibilities of, of the universe and universal energy and have grown so much in the last 25 years, it is all so interesting. And whether we're here in this life or beyond this life, it will always be interesting and there will always be exactly. something more to learn. It's endless. The potential for growth and experiences are endless. So, yes. So I want to thank you, Royce Kristen, 
author of Scripting the Life You Want, for sharing a creative and authentic way to merge science and art, magic and spirit with a reality of soul-based and ego-based life. So there is a plan. And I always like to think that there is a big plan for each of us and for all of humanity that can make the law of attraction yes. work all the time. And to learn this technique for journaling and scripting the life that is best for your soul journey, go to RoyceKristen.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Royce Kristen has detailed a simple scripting process for harnessing the law of attraction and energy of the universe and manifesting the life you determine is best for you and that you actually want. Whether it is happiness, wealth, travel, love, health, the perfect career, or finding the perfect home, or simply a productive day, the process is backed by science and experience, yet it feels like magic. All you need is a pen and paper and the honesty to dig within yourself to bring out enough, to bring out through your imagination the magnificent that lies in your soul essence. Royce writes, Did you ever notice that the entire law of attraction, new thought methodology, seems to work best when you infuse strong emotion and passion into your want. Add that passion to the image of your goal, and you will be on the right path to achieving it. Scripting does this, believe it or not, even though it is a process that uses words and writing. Royce and I would ask you to think about the many memes that fill your head and your heart and begin to select those that resonate within your subconscious memory of your brilliant light soul being that has your very best interest at heart and the potential to create possibilities that were only dreams before they manifested. Life is the dream of your creation and you are the energy of eternal source. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges right now in these very challenging times are not simply economic, political, or societal, just a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to the most thoughtful, authentic authors and change makers who bring their gifts of spiritual energy into their thoughts, writing and sharing with the public so we may all begin to see the truth of life in its entirety. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.